Welcome everybody to episode 11 of the regular wrestling review. I am Andrew Vendelis, joined always by Taylor Yates, ECCW general manager. And Taylor, our guest, well, you could say he's accomplished accomplished a lot. 2020 School of Morton heavyweight champion, former ALW heavyweight champion of the world, has been wrestled in six different countries along by being trained with the, some of the best like Austin Aries, Chris Hero, Tommaso Ciampa. And this is why I'm titling the episode The Biggest Wrestling Podcast Ever. And that is because, Taylor. We are being joined by the one and only Franco Varga. Franco, how are you doing? Wow, that was um, that was awesome. I was, it was almost as good as, as when I do it. So maybe, man, I'm gonna lose my <laughs> hey job. Hey, man, I've been but doing no, I've thanks, been doing play by play. Me. I've been doing play by play for your matches the past few weeks, and dude, it's just caught on. I gotta say, I find myself in the house screaming <laughs> that just for no reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, you might be one of the many people there screaming it along with me. So uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Franco, what you been up to the past few weeks? Have you been uh, touring the Mid-Atlantic? Uh, you got a lot of big things planned, as you told us before we started filming. Uh, if, if nobody here has heard of you uh, in the RWR audience, feel free to introduce yourself. You have the floor. Yeah, well, if you haven't heard of me yet, uh, I hope that the rock that you live under is comfy. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I'm Franco Varga, you know, the biggest wrestler ever. And yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've been stuck in the States, um, but it's okay. I, um, I've been touring the mid Atlantic. I've been doing the, you know, the loops of uh, Titan wrestling and, uh, American Lucha wrestling soon, uh, XWW, uh, hope I didn't spoil the, you know, get the cat out the bag with that one. Ooh. Um, and then, yeah, I just been, um, just all over the place doing, you know, things in Dallas, jumping on tours and things like that. And then, yeah, we were uh, about to do our big, um, a big thing with title match network with uh, a show that's that's actually themed after myself the first time ever so um the big match on that is going to be myron reed and blackness jack the enigma and myself versus tna superstar legend suicide yeah i saw so, a promo yeah. for that and oh, that, wow. that'll be happening yeah, so. uh, right in burlington north carolina so you can get your tickets there um, i wish i was i wish i was there to see it honestly because it looks like a hell ah, of a show Good old Burlington. I missed the place. Our good old stomping grounds. We both went to Elon University right down the road. But uh, Franco, awesome. you have, you've been in the ring with, with a hell of a lot of names. You've been to a hell of a lot of places. Uh, Chris Masters, uh, Two Cole Scorpio, the man we're going to watch in your match. I don't want to give it away too much. But yeah. um, I guess like you already have so much experience under your belt, and you've only been wrestling for how long now? Uh, nine years now. Nine years. Jesus, man. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, guess actually, like I actually just had a just had a my ninth year anniversary the other the other day. So congratulations, uh, man. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I um. You know. Uh, <laughs> it, it's been it's gone by super quick. I've got a lot of uh, just a lot of opportunities. You know, I've always lived by the terms and just knock it out the park. Don't uh, don't ever you know give it a chance to to pass you by. So every opportunity I've uh, I've tried to bring it. Um, you know, I've had my nights where I had to phone it in. Yeah, I, I'll admit that. But um, but every time there's a, you know, it's like big big match, Franco. You know, so you'll never see me walk into a big match uh, and not perform. So hell yeah. And um, I, I had a question because because I, I told you I've been just 
slinging your your slogan all over the place since yeah. the past few weeks. Where did that come from? Where did the biggest wrestler ever kind of where did that kind of emerge from? Where did you come up with it? How did it come to be? Yeah, you know, that was actually um so I went on tour of Canada in a, a tour of Canada 30 days, uh, 30 wrestling shows in 30 days. And um I was the the indie darling guy that they brought along. And um, my gimmick was totally something completely different at the time. And uh, the, the the Hall of Famer on the tour was uh, someone who I knew a little bit at the time. Now he's like a dad to me, uh, Ron Simmons. And that's oh, wow. who, you know, over the tour, um, he kind of just pulled me aside. You know, you know, like, what if, you know, this? And what if you that? And what if? So the biggest wrestler ever, I have to give credit to, um, you know, we, we came up with that together. So it's like, um, it started out as a joke and, um, and just me like being such a huge fan of Vader who he beat oh, yeah. for the title, you know? So, yeah. um, to make, to make history, you know, to, to put really what put him on the map and put all uh, people of color on the map. So, uh, for Vader to do that for him, you know, I, I'm just an epic fan of his, but, um, but yeah, he was always just like, you know, what's the new age version of Vader? And I would always throw him an idea and it wasn't good mm. enough or whatever. And one day I just said, you know what? Like, what if a wrestler just was de a delusional giant, even though he could bring it, he would cheat. And he just did everything to be, to remind you that, uh, that yeah, that he was the, the biggest thing that's ever happened to you, to him and to the building, to everyone around. He's yeah. the biggest wrestler ever. So yeah. So yeah, that's who helped me with that. And that's, um, you know, every day, every day I say, every time I say it, I think of him because he's, uh, you know, he loves the gimmick and he always gives me a ton of crap. Every time I call him, he says, Hey, it's the biggest wrestler ever. Holy you know, shit, so dude. Like, you got yeah, Ron so. Simmons saying that dude. Not every, well, he's got yeah, a, awesome. you know, I will, <laughs> I will say he has a way better slogan than I do. Um, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I wish, uh, I wish I had damn instead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't we all, but I don't want <laughs> I know, but I don't, I don't want to rip the guy off. He's, he's a legend for a reason. So yeah, no, I love the guy. And, um, I just posted a video. I did, I did a documentary. I, I had like, it was me and, Mm -hmm. I, um, I kind of gave like a, a glimpse into my actual personal life. I brought my wife and they interviewed my wife and stuff. And, and they're like, Hey, we, you know, we need to do a little commercial for the documentary. Who do you, uh, like, what do you kind of want to do it? And I was like, I want Ron Simmons to do it. And they're like, Ooh, that's not in the budget. And I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. And next thing you know, <laughs> I, I give them the video of Ron Simmons is like telling them, telling people to watch the documentary. They were like dumbfounded, you know? That's awesome. So yeah, he's, that's my guy, man. I love the guy. So that big, biggest wrestler ever, you can blame everyone, it, it, even now, I was going to say like a few years from now, but even now, everyone going around saying that. I already see people in, you know, the, the ALW shows I call like doing the gesture with you and saying it along with you. And when I yeah. first heard it, I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense because it, exactly <laughs> what you were saying about how like you, you show it all in the ring, but then you still kind of like sweep the rug out and escape with the victory. I get frustrated calling your matches, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, um, that's the, the character in itself. You know, it's a character oh, yeah, where you just, you're just like, man, uh, this guy doesn't have to cheat. Like, why does he cheat? Like, why does he piss us off by, having to take these shortcuts and it's 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 um it's storytelling yeah, that's man. all i get I, <laughs> I haven't asked this question to a lot of wrestlers but um how did you kind of come up with your, your finisher your finishing move i've i've never really asked a wrestler that so i kind of want to know yeah um so i uh, i've always been a huge fan of the stone cold stunner and stone cold Steve Austin, and, and um you know even even though a lot especially early on in my career people are like man you look like a young rock and i'm like uh 
you know, but, um, but I was always a huge, huge, um, just huge fan of the stunner. Just one of the most entertaining movies of the nineties, you know? Um, and it wasn't the, the most, the prettiest thing, especially all the, the ones he tried on McMahon. Those are probably the ugliest <laughs> ones. Yeah. Um, but just, the the way it was easy to do and all that, well, I wanted to take that and uh and add my powerlifting style to it so that's what i did i, I combined the f5 and the stunner oh. uh, again two of my favorite guys um to watch and to just you know they're they're crushing it every day he's still you know austin's just a podcaster now is what people say but man i'd wish i was just a podcaster beyond that <laughs> level. so um but uh but yeah the f5 and the stunner and um yeah i know people say man that's really pretty but it's just a combo of moves there mm. that you don't really think of seeing every day and you got a mm. name for it uh, the poppy plex the poppy uh, people call me the big poppy franco varga you know nice, Just, nice. Uh, okay. homage to the uh, the big poppy the baseball player nice. but, um, david ortiz david ortiz yeah so another another puerto rican guy that you know so, okay. so yeah poppy plex taylor you got any questions for uh the biggest wrestler ever I, you know, I was looking at all the flags in your in your twitter bio you're obviously very well traveled um you know, what's the favorite place that you've gotten to travel and gotten to wrestle at? You know, everybody expects me to say um, Japan, but um, I was actually, uh, I, I don't want to complain. I, don't, I never like come, try to try to come off as complaining or anything, but by far Australia was my favorite um, just because of, you know, I tell the story. It's um, I sit down at intermissions if, you know, I have to sign pictures and stuff. And I see this long, long line. It's like a hundred some people. I'm like, oh, uh, I had to sit. I had to stand up and look behind me. Like, who's behind me? Like, is there like a WWF guy or something? And I'm like, uh, hey, Jason, who's what's this about? And he's like, come on, mate. Like, we gotta make this quick. I'm like, wow, this line's for me. Oh crap! That's <laughs> awesome. I kind of had to pinch myself because I was just like, no way, <laughs> you know. But it's yeah, really cool crazy. to see them. Uh, some people even printed out pictures from like. Um, like Google and stuff. And they're like, you know, sign this on top of paying for the picture and stuff. Um, so, you know, taking pictures of everyone. This was of course, pre COVID, you know, so it was just like, yeah, yeah. hug, hug, hug somebody, take a picture, uh, ask them, answer a few, couple questions and then they shove them off to the next person, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was pretty hectic, but at the same time I was like, man, like this is actually really cool. And I felt like I try to give, um, every person in that line, 110% of me. So, um, and it was, it was, you know, it was a life and career changing experience for me. Definitely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. One of, that's one of my dreams. I love, I've never been to Australia, but I, I mean, I went into like living in that area one day. So that is, that's a very cool story. And it's cool to hear that, you know, I feel like we don't give enough attention to like Aussie or New Zealand wrestling. Um, <laughs> even though we, they, they send so many great products. So mm-hmm. yeah. I met some of the best like wrestlers over there already like this i'm like wow how do we not hear about you you know but then they um they only get like the best of the best uh, american stuff you know so i was yeah. actually pretty blessed to actually be invited to come over so yeah um, that's really but, awesome uh, yeah another you know you say you want to go to australia and like like me i want to go to australia to, to pet like a koala you know like hold one so i got the <laughs> yeah. i got the whole one i almost died what um yeah they're they're, they have these super um like sharp claws and um it was like a baby which i guess they don't really know how to you know and uh it was sleeping and then i startled it and it damn near you know the the, um the handler had to grab it really fast away from me because it 
it like tore a hole in my shirt and i, oh, I was like freaked out i was like wow these things are super cute but they could kill you in a second so <laughs> there's the there's I, the don't call koala bears for nothing yeah i was gonna say for yeah. sure there's and the then, youtube uh, video right there franco varga almost died from a koala attack that's right a baby <laughs> koala attack a baby yeah I, uh, I, I put it on my facebook and then and for weeks and weeks before before going to australia i was talking about doing the um the uh, kangaroo boxing and then i chickened oh out God. when i finally saw the kangaroos that they put out there they're not the little ones <laughs> they're, yeah they're the ones with like they're, like they're pecs super, and yes. triceps and stuff yeah, yeah they're super jacked and uh <laughs> and and the um the gloves they put on them are not they're like really thin gloves so you got to feel oh, it and i was just like yeah i don't know man i got a show tonight yeah uh, i, I kind of want to be able to wrestle tonight fighting a wild yeah. animal it's not something i'm lining up to do <laughs> no yeah and they're just like yeah well it's gonna try to kick you so just you know i'm like kick nah forget it bro like yeah. nah, i'm good yeah but the, yeah they're pretty jacked man i was just like wow you know uh, but i got to take a, a picture with them and got to pet the little ones and all that so it's pretty cool yeah that's, sure. that's an awesome story so yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome experience yeah so I was going to say your, your opponent in the match we're going to watch in just a moment yeah. probably resembles resembles a very sca- scary kangaroo that ate another kangaroo <laughs> that was very scary. Uh, yeah. Brian yep. Cage of All Elite Wrestling, which is just incredible yeah. that y- you faced off against him. Uh, when you For told- the X Division title. Yeah, uh, nevertheless. We yeah, yes, yeah, so it was a it's, um, pretty important match. And this was, um, was this in Dover, it said? This was in, yeah, like Philadelphia area, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Like right under, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess what what, and, what was uh, it like, kind of, working with Brian Cage before we get into it? Well, yeah, no, he's he's definitely, you know, one of my favorite people. But at the, at the time, um, you know, we did, some, we did some working out and all that. And then the, the people who, um, there's like a gym in the same building. And the mm-hmm. people were just like, hey, can you tell your friend uh, that we're trying to close? And I'm like, yeah, go tell them. They're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nah, you can go tell them. I was like, uh, okay, I guess, you know. And I was just went up to him, like, hey man, I try to close. Like, I guess we got to go. And he was like, okay, cool. He was just, he's just so, you know, such a big jacked up dude. But um, I mean, not a lot of guys make me look small, but that guy, man, he made me look like a child. And you guys will see the match. Um, I mean, he, I'm, you, you know, you guys have seen me live, and I'm a you know pretty big guy. I try to pride myself in that, but man, he, he makes me look tiny. So um, he does not play like he's uh, he's definitely an, a human action figure come to life. So damn, yeah, I've always been just absolutely blown away by how jacked he is, but also the, like his pure athleticism that he can yeah. do. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's another level. We're big Lucha yeah, Underground awesome. fans on this podcast, and <laughs> yeah. that's where I got my first, I guess, dose of Cage, and I remember nice. thinking the same thing, just being like, holy shit, this guy can move, and he's a beast. So yeah. the fact that you got to step in the ring with him must have been fucking awesome, and I can't wait to, to watch it, personally. Yeah, there's a spot in there, uh, you know, and uh, you know, a little part of the match there where um, I think you might... Eat. You might enjoy it, and, and you'll be surprised that I'm still alive, so I'll just leave it at that point. But yeah, cool. <laughs> We'll watch well, along. Shit, we'll talk about excited. that when when we get to it. So yeah, for sure. Awesome. So people at home, whoever, however you are, however you may be listening, Spotify, YouTube, uh, it'll be in the description. Franco's match on his YouTube channel. Be sure to give him a subscribe as well. Why not? You know, uh, yeah, go for it. You don't miss any match, I hope. And he is facing off against Brian Cage, who is wrestling for Impact Wrestling, holding the X Division Championship, which is on the line. We're starting right at zero zero, and we will go on the count of three, and we will hit play on 
three. So I got only one question. Franco, Taylor, are you ready? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get it on. One, two, three. Infinite Pro Wrestling. So that was the promotion you were working for at the time of this? Yeah. um, It was actually like a cross between... um, that promotion and impact so it was this actually aired for them on their twitch on impact that's awesome yeah so it's actually pretty cool pretty cool experience and i had i had been on uh i've done a lot for impact at the time like on the explosion stuff that they did on twitch mm-hmm. so we uh we had bumped into each other a bunch but never worked with each other at the time yeah, I was at one of the shows. I don't. I think it was maybe around. I was. It was definitely earlier than this. Now I'm looking at like the date uh, when they had the Hardys were going around to all the different uh, independent promotions and defending their tag titles. I was at one of those at a CWF Mid Atlantic. Uh, oh yeah, this was the same at CWF. Same time. Yeah. So uh, what a shame. What a shame. Yeah, but it was it was so cool to see these two just like global superstars in a place with what a hundred people i mean it was yeah. jammed to the rafters and there were still probably 100 150 people there again within you know a couple feet of them it, you know that's 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 just kind of the beauty of of independent wrestling you know especially when these big names come out and get to do you know show smaller shows yeah, I was going to say, I'm looking forward long. to the day where Franco Varga gets back to ECCW. <laughs> <laughs> wait, waiting for the return already. Yeah, no, I can't wait. In fact, uh, I've heard um, it's going to be fun and we're going we're gonna to tear, tear it apart. So, yeah, I can't wait. So you're holding two belts in that. I was North Carolina, what they say, yeah. Evolution Pro, and then... Yep, this will be Evolution Championship of uh, North Carolina, and uh, you know it's kind of like a, a unified title, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, that would be Infinite Heavyweight Champion, which um, I actually defended that title in Canada and again in um, in uh, the UK. There's the slogan, people. The biggest wrestler ever. Love it. Which is actually. Um, on top of you know the, the the slogan, it's actually funnier when Cage comes out. And I, I um, it's you can actually kind of see me laugh a little bit about it. Um, but he comes out and it's uh, people are just like, "Whoa!" So I'm like, "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta turn it up so I can hear. Yeah, me too. We'll track it. That guy was really giving you it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know they get real into it. They get <laughs> some people really get upset. Yeah. Um, you know the funniest things that I've that I've ever heard. You know because of the the slogan is um, they start naming dead wrestlers that are you know actual giants like the Andre the Giants and the mm-hmm. big uh, John Studs and, and I'm just like uh, I just keep saying ever like or I'm bigger I'm bigger I'm bigger and uh, it just eggs them on. Um, and of, of course, you know, nowhere near the size of like Andre the Giant. So it's uh, <laughs> it's at the same time it's comical, but you know, it's, it's a it's a tip of the cap to those guys. You know, the it, it's the funny. ultimate form of like needling. You know, <laughs> right, right. In case you didn't hear me this time, I'm the biggest wrestler ever. Uh, you didn't hear me? I'm the right. biggest wrestler right. ever. That's right. <laughs> 
yeah, this uh, so the character as it's evolved, you know, it's um, Rodney Dangerfield's been a uh, a big influence. Wow. Um, so the whole no respect thing and all that, you know, that's kind of uh, come into the character a lot as well, especially a lot of the uh, the facial um, um, expressions that I, that I do in the range. It's a lot of Rodney Dangerfield. So it's kind of, you know, got to kind of reach outside of wrestling. Yeah, I was going to say, you're pulling out from the world of comedy and TV and everything. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, Ronnie Dangerfield was a legend. I mean, oh, he was yeah. one of the best to ever do it, so. He, he was, the, like, one of the first guys who would, like, say something in comedy and make people's jaw drop and be like, what? Yeah, and he, and he would always, you know, reference the thing that he started with, which is what mm-hmm. the slogan is, you know? I may start with the slogan and go back to it before the end. Um I know, um, I know COVID's been tough, especially, you know, financially for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. we did this big charity event in, uh, in North Carolina and I, um, I told everybody that the, you know, Christmas was canceled and, and the parents had to tell, you know, little Johnny, little Nikki that, uh, that Christmas was canceled because they had to come see the biggest wrestler ever. Yes. And the building was basically like, come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> Santa nice. couldn't even so miss you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? It's way too soon, and it's not like it's not nice, you know. Like they were, they were pretty, pretty upset. But that's you know my job. Yeah, Cage, Cage looks huge in this. I can only imagine just like you know getting tossed by him, <laughs> just getting thrown yeah, around by funny. that dude. I know, I normally do the tossing. Shit, yeah, so yeah. this was a this was a, an experience. It was definitely um, kind of like a role reversal. My, yeah, it reminded huh. me of my first two years in, in wrestling for sure. I was a lot <laughs> smaller guy. So where are we at here? We're, uh, I think we're, where are you guys at with this? Like 540? Um, yeah, 540. 540. 545, yeah. Okay. Just yeah, checking so in. Yeah. Point, I'm kinda... yeah, I'm at 555, I think, yeah. You're touching the X Division title? Yeah, look at that. Oh, oh he's holding it. Oh, You're holding it. Yeah, which is very disrespectful to do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you kind of got to push the boundaries, especially, I mean, especially yeah. if they're, they're watching it on Twitch and everything. Um, Did he know you were going to do that, Cage? <laughs> no, no, those are things that you don't really have to. That's awesome. You know, huh. Especially if you're, if you're doing that, um, you know, to get a rise out of the, the fans and the people watching mm-hmm. online. Yeah. This poor little referee is, uh, looks like a, like a child next to us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was literally thinking, I was like, geez, this referee is, looks just so tiny. Yeah, he looks like, a, he looks like an infant. Yeah. We dragged him on, so, they dragged um, him out of fifth period gym class. Yeah. So there's the big old lockup. You know, uh, fun fact, mm-hmm. uh, the gear that I'm wearing, the, the green and gold, um, I wrestled, I wrestled Cage, and then right after, like the month after, um, it was like a sold-out show for Carlito in, um, in Columbus, Ohio. Holy and crap. I got offered, yeah, I got offered 500 bucks for the, for the gear from a fan, and uh, but I still have it, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so, yeah, indie wrestling is crazy. They just want to yeah. buy your stuff. I don't know. I don't, I, I'll never understand why. I'll take your gear you stuff. wrestled yeah. in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would ever want that, you know. But, <laughs> but yeah. Dude, when was the last time uh, you got shoulder tackled? I, I mean, just 
Yeah, well, I think the only one that I, you know, I guess Elgin would be the other one. Oh, yeah. Like, we yeah. wrestled down. Um, we're very similar size. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, when we tackle, you know, I, I go down and then we, you know, he goes down. So it's a, it's, yeah, so yeah. it's a psychological right. process. I was going to say you're selling the shoulder already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. I love when. I love when the kids get like super into it and everything and drawing back and forth the kids. I've seen like so many different instances of, of that. And I, I think that's kind of part of the magic of, of wrestling and oh, yeah. you know, the kids getting into it. Especially, you know, it's like, um, it's like taking them to Disney. You know, I, yeah. I always, I always get that, that analogy from people. It's just like, huh. you know, you take them to Disney and they're, they're all quiet because they're, Oh my God, they're going to meet, you know, Mickey Mouse. Well, you take them to the wrestling and it's the opposite. They're all riled up because they, mm-hmm. they hate the bad guy and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing. Um, you know, we try to do our best to, you know, just maintain the believability of everything. Yeah. 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 So Worth noting, this is the first match in our podcast that we've actually watched a guest's match. So, Franco, th- I'm, I'm excited we got around to this because I, I remember you. Th- I was just shooting the shit with you and asking what matches, and you threw this one out. You threw, like, I think you threw the Elgin one out as well, like, in terms of what you wanted to watch, and then you sent me, you know, your, your, your rap sheet of basically a good who's who of who you've wrestled like D'Lo Chase Owens Carlito as you said Chris Masters yeah. so you said Cage yeah, is uh, among like your favorite one of my favorites yeah I think if I had to you know um, top five or something I think yeah. uh, Cage Elgin um, definitely uh, um, tagging with uh, with Yoshitatsu and um, Yo, that's Brown. awesome that's awesome. one of D'Lo Brown's last matches. Mm. Um, and then uh, Jonathan Gresham from Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. My, my the pure champion, five. if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, the yeah. absolute pure champion. Yeah. Dude's a beast in the ring. Yeah, he's, he's very uh, very good at what he does. You know, it's, it's two, it was a clash of styles, definitely two different styles. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was very, very entertaining for the fans. I've never heard... Uh, you know, I would finally get him and toss him, and I'd never heard like the crowd before like really get upset, like like legitimately upset because um, you know I was cheating. So yeah, was, you're taking it, it to Cage me. right now, dude. Oh my god, the boot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. Eating the crap out of where you guys at ten? Uh, yeah, ten twenty. Yeah. He threw you in the corner. Oh, laying in with the rights. Yeah. I would not want to be taking anything uh, punch-wise from... Or that lariat. Or that, yeah, or that <laughs> massive lariat with that, what, 70-inch bicep? Does that sound right? It seems... Yeah. I was going to say, you got up close his, and personal with it. His arms are bigger than my thighs. Yeah, probably. I'm not very strong. I should, I should <laughs> throw that out there. Not strong. Call the regular but. wrestling review for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm the general manager for a reason. <laughs> hey, man, I do music for a reason. So that's why that's why we have Franco. You know? Oh, you just get a cheeky little low blow in there. Did you? You did. I think so. Yeah, he was getting off. Yeah. So uh, if you're gonna cheat, you gotta get you gotta get good at it. Um, yeah. So a lot of guys don't get to say, you know, they slap Brian Cage in the face and then survive. True. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's another thing about this match that people are just like, whoa, like especially um, I th- when I went back and looked at the, all the Twitch comments, I was just like, a lot of it was like, whoa, he's gonna be, he's, he's dead. Like there's a lot of those <laughs> dead, dead face emojis that scroll across bugs. 
this guy's gonna die you know yeah <laughs> so and you talked about uh, that you talked about a spot in the match so oh my god can only imagine yeah no it, it's um it's towards the end you'll see gotcha. it's a good exchange and then it's like whoa like that's what they decided to finish the match with a lot of the entire locker room like yikes oh um so you'll see well we'll we'll, 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 we'll talk about that oh yeah for sure back in the driver's seat though So I guess yeah. what would be the most challenging part? Because have you been mainly a heel your entire time? No, or have was, you been a babyface uh, or kind of both? No, I was a, I was a babyface for five straight years. Oh know? my goodness! Um, and then from the beginning to year five, and then that's when I made the switch. So, so um, what do you like more? So I guess being a, a face, a heel. I've always been told, especially, you know, Carlos Colon, who, who basically, like, after my first year, I kind of got sent to him. Um, I'm always going to be a stronger baby face, mm -hmm. but I'm always going to be, um, it's always going to be a little more um, natural to be a heel just because I, I'm into, like, the, the, the arts version, yep. uh, the, the art portion of, of pro wrestling. Like, mm -hmm. um, I'm, not, I'm never going to be a Lex Luger, but I'll, you know, definitely look, you know, a lot of people compare me, like, Mr. Perfect Side. I'll take that because he, you know, he looked pretty good in the ring and all that. So, mm -hmm. um, but uh, but just like perfect, you know, he he didn't, never needed a manager. Um, he was definitely one of the more entertaining guys to watch in the ring and out of the ring. So that's kind of what I want to, you know, that's what I pride myself in. Um, yeah. You know, they say, man, what are you doing your, on your drives? Um, sometimes I'll have like a seven-hour drive. That's nothing to to someone who's like, I mean. If you're a local guy, it doesn't really leave you know, and stuff. That's that's mm -hmm. a lot. That's a that's a lot. But um, I've been doing this almost nine years. Yeah. Oh, you at the uh, spine buster? Oh, oh, spine buster. Spine buster. Yeah, yeah, he kicked him in the head. <laughs> yeah. He kicked you. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, kicked me square in the head. Um. But yeah, it's one of those. Um. Oh, they use this on on TV. The um when I. I, I do the I give him like a like a it's like a sit out power bomb single leg power bomb mm. and then I I freak out and I start crying and they, that clip made it on TV and I was kind of like well, that's cool but also embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I <laughs> made it, it on TV. God damn it! Yeah, it's me throwing a damn temper tantrum. So it's Ooh, pretty cool. But... Super kick. Yeah, yeah. Combination, but it didn't put you down because you're the biggest wrestler, wrestler ever. ever. That's right. <laughs> Had to hammer it home. Step oh. up. Oh no! Oh Jesus! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Dude, that that uh, thin kick and German suplex combination is yeah, God, something. Yeah. yeah, he did that to a guy on Dark the other day, and um, I sent him like the the bro, what are you doing emoji, you know, uh, yeah. the, the gift. <laughs> And uh, and he just sent me back in there question mark. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the guy was a lot smaller than me. Like I mean, it was brutal. The guy was like 170 pounds on on uh, just some guy they brought off the TV just to yeah. brutalize. You know, Jesus, that's tough. It's tough to watch. Ooh, ooh, good uppercut. Yeah, I very like good that. uppercut. Yeah. That's right, spinning back uppercut. Dunk it. Hey! Oh, a little flying uppercut there. Yep. The little, little D, D Von Dudley. Yeah, yeah. If you remember, yeah. remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you know, taking from the greats. That's awesome. 
Um, you know, a lot of the, the new kids will be like, yeah, I want to do a 450 and all this other crazy stuff. They're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to have the best small package. <laughs> you, you dethroned Daniel Bryan for the master of the small package. Yeah, I want to have the Ooh. best looking. Palm Pandle? Where, yeah, Palm Pandle. Oh, right on oh, your face. Jeez. Dear. Oh, I've God. never seen him do that. Me neither. Yeah. I don't even know what the name of that one is. Uh, yeah, we brought, like it. It. we brought all We brought it, man. And then it's like catch the kick, um, mm -hmm. choke bomb. Yeah. I just are, are you reciting this match from memory like right now as we're yeah. sitting here? That's absolutely. crazy. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. so cool. I just that's, that's, that's a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I was wondering. I was like, is he just calling it? That's awesome. Well, it's a, it's one of those things where like you put. I mean, I knew about the match going Ooh. into it. I mean, there was a there was a billboard. Mm -hmm. um, gosh maybe like 45 minutes from from the venue and I just I had to go take a picture of the billboard I'm like yo like I really have to do some wrestling today yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I gotta wrestle I shit yeah this is like this is gonna be I don't want to disappoint so yeah so I was just like I better you know and I I uh, just did one of those things that like oh nice sears in the back of your head good bicycle kick there yeah the bike that's Get one on of my bike. that's one of my favorite moves when done right yeah, yeah, it looks like you're just shoving them, dude. Yeah, the bro kick. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, leading. I think I'm going into the moonsault here. Oh man, you do uh, you do a moonsault? I do. Oh my goodness! Yes, <laughs> his pin tweet onto a ladder. <laughs> onto oh a, yeah, yeah, I saw that, that one. one. Crazy. <laughs> That one hurts so bad, but it's so worth it. <laughs> Sit out, power choke bomb. There it is, choke, choke bomb. bomb. Yep, grab the guy's leg, you know, catch his leg, squeeze his damn Look neck at that facial reaction, oh my god. Yeah, so that's the, the portion that made it on TV, and I was a little like, ah, come on. <laughs> uh, hey, you look, know, it's some good emotion. Yeah, it's a good moment yeah. in the match. Yeah, no, the, the character definitely should be upset at that point, you know, and what's, um, but, you know, a gl little glimpse of my real life here. I, um, I, was, I was scrolling through um, my Instagram. And at the time, I was, like, super heavy on Instagram. Like, I used to use it every day. Mm -hmm. And I see this um, this wrestling memes account that I, you know, I would laugh at all the time. Like, oh, they made fun of John Cena. Well, I was the meme. Oh, <laughs> shit. And I was super <laughs> upset. And I, and I turned my no. phone to my wife and I'm like, look. They, it's me and she's like ha that's awesome and I'm like no it's not my feelings were like legitimately hurt I like message them I'm like who do you guys think you are and uh <laughs> I was pretty pissed and then I'm like oh my god Could you imagine how like like all these super famous memes that we use all the time for stuff yeah. imagine how they feel imagine how Leonardo DiCaprio feels about people using his meme like True. constantly yeah so I was just like wow I guess uh yeah but it was it wasn't a flattering face or anything so I was like yikes mm. Yeah, this is pretty embarrassing for me, but it was it was it was fun. So yeah, I it's see like it every once in a while. On one hand, you got memed. On the other hand, you got memed. So <laughs> and I, I got I got memed oh! again during. Oh, there's the moonsault. Moon yeah, I was gonna say. It's a yeah. springboard second rope. That's that's impressive. Yeah, that's, damn, uh, dude. It's I call it the big line. So it's a line salt, but I'm a bigger guy. So Just yeah, took your head off. Line. I like it. Um, and uh, 
yeah so over the pandemic um someone sent me this like hey have you seen this yet and i'm like uh what is it and it says like try the milkshake it's not that thick and then it says the milkshake and it's a picture of me and i'm like come on oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know so it was funny but it was one of those ones i'm like ah they're never gonna stop meet know? me in the ring yeah god damn yeah meet me in the ring guys i will not <laughs> bring your bring your keyboard meet me in the ring but yeah so yeah, Cage finishes uh, with a pretty sweet. Um, you know, I was I was actually pretty stoked, um, but the match finishes like oh, with, uh, with one of our our, our favorites, me and his, um, just one of my favorite guys move. So you'll see. The, and, it, is that, and it looks crazy. The drill claw. The drill claw. Yeah. Drill claw. Yeah. yeah. That's a. It's a great finish. He yeah, does it, it so well. Yeah. yeah, he does it. All. I mean, when Scott Steiner was doing it, man, it was you know spectacular too. So. Um, when he did it, you know, I was just like, yeah, man, like, let's just do it. So, um, the, the, you could just hear it. You could hear the, 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 the people in the first and second row. They're like, Holy crap. He's yeah. dead. And I was like, yeah. So <laughs> like, yeah, well, that was, that was a great match, man. I'm glad we watched that. And we got your like backstage little peek behind the curtain into it too. But uh, yeah. Yeah. How have you have you really gotten a chance to kind of like sit down and watch that before and like I guess like is there anything you picked up that you might not have picked up on now because you were reciting everything like spot by spot no, spot dude that's I, awesome I, I, no I lived it <laughs> that's true so, that's different and it's yeah. one of my favorites because it stands out above you know just everything else that I've that I've done and I've had some some stuff that stands out to me um like recently but mm -hmm. um but nothing like that so it's it's just you you know you're it's the formula for disaster and um like all the pressure the fans the the title the tv stuff all that stuff is a, just mm -hmm. a big formula for disaster if you're not ready and it's one of those things that you got to stop and be like man i need to be proud of this moment in my life right now that i, I just did that well and um you, and you then, damn then, well then, should you know, be <laughs> move on to bigger better things but yeah man but yeah no i appreciate it dude yeah that was Mom. that was awesome taylor what do you think yeah, I think that was that was a great match for one, uh, and it was really cool. I mean, we've like like Andrew said, we've never actually watched our guests match live, so hearing you talk about it and you know getting that like behind the curtain look is it's very special. It's not something that a lot of people get to do. So thank you for for letting us do that. Yeah, man, uh, uh, Franco, absolutely. where can the, where can the people find you? Yeah, you know, I make it super simple. Um, so you go to francovarga.com that takes you to all of my social media links all in one shot. Um, even TikTok. I know I got a TikTok. I can't believe it, but, uh, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on that. And, um, there's some funny stuff on there, but, uh, but if not, you go to at Franco wrestles on everything and that, that should take you right to me. I'm on the quest to 10,000 Facebook followers. So I'm at 7,000 already. Um, which a lot of people tell me, man, stop. That's like, you know, you're, you're surpassing a lot of like promotions even. And I'm like, well, I want 10,000 on one platform. So that's oh, yeah. kind of the quest. Yeah. Keep going. So, uh, keep going. Um, Facebook is, is my favorite of the platforms. So yeah. So that's, uh, so I want 10,000 on Facebook and then I'll do a 10th, another 10,000 on another platform. So, yeah. um, but yeah, that's, I'm on the quest. I think that's the goal for, for this year is 10,000 personal, um, followers on, on Facebook. So please, if you listen to this, go follow me on Facebook. I was going to say, it's the least you can do for Franco because since we announced that Franco Varga is going to be on the ECCW roster, our followers have tripled. So, yeah, see, through the roof. 
So hopefully it's some, some little good old trickle-down wrestling love that, that we love to promote. Franco, thank you so much for coming on the regular Wrestling Review Podcast. Any, any final message you want to leave to the fans before, uh, uh, before we wrap things up here? Yeah, no, definitely go out there, support independent wrestling. Uh, please wear a mask, and uh, don't forget, the biggest wrestler ever. Come see me when you see me. Franco Varga, everybody. Taylor, Franco Varga was an awesome guest, dude. Uh, clearly the biggest wrestler ever. I don't need to emphasize that more than we needed yeah. to. But uh, he was an absolute blast to have on the podcast. Absolutely. And I bet you're very happy that he's a par- part of the uh, ECCW roster as well. Yeah, um, I'm already envisioning uh, some big things. He's already got his I've got some, some matchups in mind already. You got to put on your William Regal booking hat, you know? GM, yeah. GM hat. Speaking yeah. of William Regal, he was a part of NXT tonight. So we're going to start our Wednesday night review uh, with Taylor and NXT. Yes, uh, very solid episode of NXT. Very. Yet again, I mean, I feel like that's every single episode of every NXT. Week, they're, just, dude. they're insanely consistent right now. They have not missed in a very long time. Probably since we've done the show. No. Um, but yeah, we kicked it off uh, with... Uh, a match that I am honestly considering kind of like an NXT classic tag match. Like this is, this is, this was a phenomenal tag team match. It was MSK versus Legato del Fantasma. Um, And yeah, I mean, we, we saw right here a, a real glimpse at at the future of, of the tag division, uh, not just in NXT, but in in WWE, both of these teams are, ridiculously talented and God, we needed this in, yeah in, in individual <laughs> capacity as well um and yeah they absolutely blew me away i've i put it on my uh I, i'm keeping track of uh matches that i rate between four and five stars and it is it is on that list um that sounds like a future segment well, I, I do it because now I realize I'm going to have to do a match of the year list and I actually need yeah. to keep track of matches that I enjoy. So True. Um, that was the reason for that. But yeah, it is um, a phenomenal match. Um, and MSK does pick up the victory. I think we kind of all expected them to uh, after they got this far. Um, so yep. they will be in the finals of the Dusty Cup on their debut at uh, TakeOver Vengeance Day, uh, which is coming up this Sunday. Also, these um, guys like belong in WWE. They, they oh, MSK, 100%, MSK, 100%. like you know. Sometimes there's a little bit of a lag for some talent just to kind of yeah. acclimate. They, they yeah. just were like, bet. All right, put us in a tournament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, there, I, I think there that. are still some things that um they'll get better at with time. Like there's a, a few timing things mm-hmm. that that they don't, I mean, but that's just you know experience. Will, will what they've been in, in the company for a month or two now, Max. I mean, yeah, I mean, what, they've had three matches, and they've had their Fucking first awesome. round match, their second round match, and their semifinal and match. And all, so. all of them have been really good, if Yeah, you ask they've me. all been very good. So I, I think that shows you, I mean, this is a very solid tag team with, a, with huge potential. Yeah. Um, after this, um, we had Zia Lee destroying three women. Let's um, go! Pretty much. <laughs> uh, she first beat up uh, Cora Jade. I think that's her name. Yeah. Is that it? Um, and uh, then we had uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter at ringside kind of pleading with her as they are all old friends. You know, hey, what, what, what's... What hey, is you want to go to a this? bar with us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I had to, funny. Taylor. I had yeah, no, to. Don't worry. You, you haven't heard what I'm going to say yet. Go ahead. So, um, 
so yeah, eventually Zaya does kind of destroy all three of them. Uh, so what I wrote down was suck it, Casey. Maybe you wouldn't get fed to monsters if you didn't feed the roster COVID. That's so, true. Um, yeah. So, so if uh, you want to know where we stand on that, that's pretty fucking yeah. clear. Uh, she did actually literally an hour before this podcast put out a statement like, look, I, I didn't I, even, I, know, I didn't watch it. I saw it, but I didn't watch it. So, <laughs> I mean, it was not an apology. Uh-huh. Um, but I, she also didn't address the whole, hey, one of my friends who I was with was part yeah. of the capital insurrection. But, you know, we can only deal with one issue at once, so uh, yeah, let's I, not I put guess. too much pressure on No. Um, God forbid, right? Following, following this, we had genuinely one of the funniest wrestling segments I have ever seen in my whole life. Johnny Gargano is... Yes. <laughs> just, he is the funniest and most entertaining person in all of NXT right now. Dude, I like, was watching he, this segment with my uh, drummer, and anytime Johnny would say a word, he would go like, oh, I'm Johnny, my arm hurts. And I'm like, that's pretty yeah. much Johnny Gargano. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I, it's rare that I just like will actually laugh out loud at something that I'm just, you know, watching on my own. Yeah. But I was laughing hard at this segment. And it was, it was great. Regal, Regal as well it was amazing. But I mean, I, I think it's just insane how, um, you know, Gargano, we, everyone was saying like, he's, we've, he's missed the boat. Like he had his chance and because of the injuries, he wasn't able to make it on the main roster. And now he he's stuck to. in purgatory in NXT. And he has made this character. He's made himself the most entertaining person on that entire brand. Cameron so, Grimes would like to have a word. Anyway, look, I will get to him later, but, um, I, I do. I do still think that Gargano is the most entertaining person on the entire roster. I can't, and, I can't uh, argue with you about it, but yeah, yeah, he just, he just does everything so perfectly. So, um, keep that up. Uh, speaking of the way, uh, they had, uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell had their semifinal match in the dusty cup and they faced Ember moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, with Shotzi and Ember picking up the win in a fine match. It yeah, wasn't it was really right. anything was special. Um, I, I, I was... Uh, Indy it was did good like for Indy. Yeah. yeah, Indy did a springboard um, elbow drop, which was... I did not know that she could do that. And no. it was... She did it with ease, too. So that was very impressive. She yeah. also took a absolutely nasty senton to end the match from Shotzi. Um, mm-hmm. like they kept, they showed the replay like six times and she just eats Shotzi's entire body weight from the top rope with Candace under her. Uh, and yeah, it, it did not look fun. Yeah. Um, but Shotzi and Ember, uh, will be in the final of the women's dusty cup against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. It's going to be a so, great match. It's going to be yeah, a very fun match hopes for that match yeah, for sure. Um, we follow this up with um, yet another uh, way match uh, with Austin Theory facing off against Kushida. Um, this after you know Kushida had come out during the uh, the segment with Gargano and mm-hmm. appeared uh, behind Austin Theory and started beating him up, uh, and that spawned this match. Um, and it was a match that happened, and uh, <laughs> at the end. At the end, Gargano gets involved, um, as you would expect. Um, and uh, Austin Theory, they're trying to organize as they, as they beat up Kushida. And suddenly, Austin Theory gets pulled under the ring. Yes. And when <laughs> Gargano goes to help him, he pulls out Dexter Loomis. So awesome. So awesome. 
which scares Johnny off. Um, and also Austin Theory was, you know, once again, terrified. Eventually they both get put in submissions by Kushida and Loomis respectively in the ring. Um, as Loomis continues to beat up Austin Theory Good. and Kushida <laughs> That's builds, all I have to say. builds to uh, their match uh, with Gargano at Vengeance Day. So I'm expecting that, that's going to be a, a very, very good match. Both oh, of yeah. those in, incredibly good technical wrestlers um, with big submission games for both of them. So I was honestly kind of hoping they'd make it a submission match because we don't really see those ever. In, Not in, in WWE. In WWE. No. Um, but uh, it is just going to be a straight-up match that will probably be finished by submission. Um, Good. Next, uh, we see uh, Santos telling... he get, First, we get con- confirmation that he will be facing Karrion uh, Cross, uh, not at Vengeance Day, but on the NXT after, which I think is good. Uh, I don't think that's a, a takeover match. No. Um, and he says, Legato, it's time for you to, uh, to go uh, send him a message. TikTok. And the next thing we see is Legato just dead backstage. Yeah. Just absolutely. Yeah. They got scaffolding on top of them. I love this shit. Been, I wrote Legato is dead. Rip Legato. Um, <laughs> just they are. They, they were absolutely dismantled by Karrion Cross, who sends his final warning to Santos Escobar. I was going to say, it doesn't match. look like Legato is going to be accompanying him. <laughs> who knows? We we will see. Um, That's gonna be I, a great match. Though. It's gonna be a great match. Yeah, I, it'll be. I'll be. I'm interested in. It. I don't know if it'll. I'm not ready to say. I hope it's great. a match. It will be a match, but um, I'm not ready to say it'll be great yet. I'm still. I I like Carrion more than other people, but I'm not sold on him yet. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of in the same boat. You know, I so, like him a lot, but like, what's what's he gonna do? You know. So and I'm, I'm interested to see how they book it given that look that santos has been an insanely dominant cruiserweight champion yeah but also carrion has been just extremely dominant in his own right so and he's got that new finisher which is much better than a sayudo suplex fight me taylor hey, <laughs> hey come on. Let's, not, let's not let's not get insane here let's hey, hey, okay. Come on. oh come on. okay yeah yeah, yeah. Come on. Let's, okay, let's, get, get back to your your your, your, right. your let's, nxt you know, let's just let's just move on let's go to the yeah. next thing next thing uh, we One of mentioned Cameron earlier <laughs> uh, being entertaining, and he finally makes his return. Hell um, yeah! But you know, this isn't the same Cameron Grimes that we saw before. No, this Mm-mm. Cameron Grimes, he's rich. He Filthy rolls rich. up in a Lamborghini, handing out hundred dollar bills to parking attendants, to people backstage. Sour story gets some. I would also give her money um, <laughs> for anything. Oh my god. Uh, that, this okay, is what your Twitter's for, Taylor. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I got. Out of my you're, you're good. You're good. Back on track. Uh, he comes in the rain and he's like, "I'm Cameron Grimes." And while I was injured, I discovered video games, and I discovered this place called GameStop. Oh my and I god! I put some money in GameStop, and then so I basically, found about this thing rich. called Dogcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is now rich from GameStop and Dogecoin. I love it. Which I think, if anyone was going to pull off like that reference, it would absolutely be Cameron Grimes. And apparently, I saw this on Twitter. I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently, they chose to do it because he actually did make. Yeah, like, I a heard bunch he made money, money. From, yeah. AM, from AMC. I heard so, about that. Yeah. 
So I don't know if that's true or not. But and then so, Ryan Satin took better. credit with all that. But, you know, cool for yeah, Satin, well, I guess. Well, hey, is this probably then, the first time he's been name dropped in a long time. So hi, yeah, Ryan. Thank you. Um, better. It's for the best. Some, something um, that something that struck me here, because I, I like to keep up with what you're going with on NXT. So I looked up the Bleacher Report review. And this is how I know they're compromised by Turner in general, even though they're owned by them, so they're already compromised. They gave the Cameron Grimes segment a D plus. Are you fucking kidding me? Why would you? Why would you ever look? Why, why? See, I blame you for that. Why would you ever look at Bleacher Report for wrestling content? You see, just just why would you do? That? I don't look at the analysis. I just look at what happened. <laughs> I, I I watched just, NXT. No. I watched don't, NXT, don't but I want to follow Report. with you. All right, Taylor. I won't. Don't. I won't. I won't let you this, down in the future. I apologize. That I, one's on I, me. I tweeted something. I tweeted something about them the other day and just how terrible they are. Okay, so, yeah, that one's they, on. They tweeted out this. They tweeted out this article. Hold on, I'm going to find it on my. On in my the Twitter. words of our they, truth, they my, bad. my bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Now I've got that segment in my head. We should do an entire thing on that. We should just segment. watch Anyways, that segment, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, they had an article the other day titled WWE Refuses to Trust New Stars. And the person they the picked for the here. picture of it was Ricochet. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, great choice there, bud. Yeah. And um, you, you forgot about the Fiend. The- uh, what about the Fiend? What about Drew yeah. McIntyre? What about Roman Reigns? What about uh, John Moxley? You could even say. I mean, what I about Seth Rollins? I wouldn't even say that. But you know, like the company is old, reliable, rather than taking a risk on a fresh face, has stunted the brand's growth. The and then I, I said stairs in Bianca Belair. So yeah, that look, too. It's just, Easily, they just choose. People have chosen to be willfully ignorant, and we just have to allow them to do that. And we're just going to point and laugh at them. Well, that's why I so. like our podcast, is because we try to find the positives at least. You know, in both, yeah, we, well, I feel like we do a good job. I feel like we do a good job not shitting on either company unless the product is actually bad. Yeah, unless there's something worth worth shitting on. Yeah. Like So something um, absolutely not worth shitting on though is this this main event. Yes. Yes. Um we had the other semifinal for the Dusty Road Stacking Classic on the men's side, uh in a match that we all expected to be very, very good. Uh Grizzly Gun Vets versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Not Tim Thatcher, because apparently I'm not on a bad basis with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, forgot about you know, that. I forgot about that, to be honest with you. You know, I, I had very high expectations for this match, and it didn't quite live up to them. I mean, it was still good, but it, was a good it wasn't. Match. Yeah. But it wasn't. I was, I was expecting it to be better than MSK Legato. Like, when I watched that match, I was like, oh, this was a classic, and we haven't even gotten to the main event yet. And this one just didn't. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it lacked a little bit, and maybe it's just the fact that Grizzly Young Vets are, you know, a very established team that have an established, you know, style. Stick. Yeah. Um, yeah, and style to their match, and it didn't really it match didn't up gel. with the kind yeah. of Champa and Thatcher kind of being thrown together. It was um, a good match. It was but, a very good match. No, yeah, it, I mean, it was so yeah. good. I don't want to yeah. be too harsh. I agree um, with you, though, but, basically, though. I, I agree. I kind of watched this and was like, yeah, this is good, but like, I feel like it never got out of like a second gear. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, I I can definitely agree with but that. But the right people won. I yes, think. I was about to say that the Go right ahead. team won. <laughs> and Grizzly Young Vets did pick up the win, and they will be in their second straight final for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Um, and I ex- I do expect them to win. I want them to win. I think they should win. Grant, not that not that MSK doesn't deserve it, but I mean, look, they're at the very beginning. 
of give GYV like their, please their, yeah of their <laughs> careers they're only going to get bigger and better GYV have been here done and that they've they've been in a final it wouldn't be great for them to lose no. a second final um this could start I, a little yeah. rivalry too because like I would love to see these guys face off many many times honestly potentially who knows um, who knows we, it would also give us uh, Grizzly Young Vets versus Birch and Lorkin which oh. would be insane yes it would I'm not sure. yeah i mean this look the tag division right now is in a very good spot after being in not great spot i was so, gonna say like ask us like five months ago we wouldn't have said the same thing yeah it has recovered in a very strong way and i think grizzled young vets are about to be you know a team that will be on top for a while until yeah. they're up to the main roster this is a team that like i i think people kind of don't look at them enough because they they well, they haven't been around because of covid and they're a uk team before that but like this is an established team they've they been around insanely the block talented. if you they know are, who james drake and zach talented. gibson are like individually even like mm-hmm. i i at least have heard of these guys and then they teamed up and you know i didn't watch nxt yeah, UK. I, I, i'm not gonna I, pretend I started, like i, I did watched, but <laughs> i watched a little progress like when they were still doing mm-hmm. single stuff and even when Zach Gibson was on his own, I was like, just by pure, by just by his promos, he's going to be huge. But then they teamed up and I actually like them. I wasn't huge on Zach Gibson as a singles guy, but mm-hmm. like as a tag performer, they he's, on a, he, they, he's awesome. Yeah. So it, this was kind of just a perfect matchup. One that I, if I remember correctly, when they got, when they teamed up initially, it was kind of unexpected, but it's, it has certainly paid off. I was um, going to say, like, you think of Grizzled Young Veterans last year compared to now, too. They feel like a bigger deal. Yeah. And I, yeah think, and I think that's, like, part of the, you know, the saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think that's true for them. Yeah, I think when they, because when they were in the tournament last year, it was a, they were the, like, UK representative. Yeah. And they ended up going really far. And then they kind of, obviously, COVID happens and prevents traveling. Um, but now they are back and when they came back, it was right like, they oh, left off. like they're here. Yeah. And now look, we were probably going to see them potentially hoisting the dusty cup. Yeah. I was um, going to say we, we, we called this final. <laughs> like I, I remember way back, I think you and I both said MSK and GYV was the match we yeah. wanted. Yeah. And Hey, so, we got it. Yeah. So Th- this uh, card is going to be stacked. Yeah, I'm sure we'll discuss it some uh, next week. But For sure. yeah, Vengeance Day is is going to be an incredible card. I will have to find a way to... I don't know what time the Daytona 500 starts, but hopefully that doesn't interfere too much with this card because Ooh. I want to watch both of them. You want to watch <laughs> the NASCAR? I'm a big, big NASCAR fan. Hey man, you're big. from Richmond. It's a huge capital for that. Right? It is a... Yeah, we the Richmond race is always a big deal here. So yep. I've been to a couple of them. So... Um, Anyways, yeah. not to go off on too much of a tangent. You're good. NXT, good again. Um, got Vengeance Day on, on Sunday, on Valentine's Day. Yep. Lord knows, I am so single that, of course, I'm going to send by me, Valentine's dude, Day watching uh, wrestling. Me, me too. It's okay. So, hey, <laughs> you're in Nashville. You got better, better odds. So. Yeah, but I don't want to get COVID, so... <laughs> But uh, fair. Anyway, either, and you're a musician. I just sit at home. Hey man. I do customer support. So <laughs> just help, help Taylor and I get girlfriends, please. please somebody, please. So Tender for, isn't working. I was going to say, not working. Vengeance Day is going to be a stat card. You got Io Shirai versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez for the NXT women's title. The Dusty Final for the men's MSK versus GYV. 
Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Johnny Cargano and Kushida for the NXT North American title. And Finn Balor, who is completely a babyface in this feud, against Pete Dunne. So yes, I will agree with you. <laughs> you'll agree, agree with me with for you. that one. Great, great episode of NXT, I'd say. As you said, they don't miss. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get. Yeah, let's talk about. Let's talk about AEW. We'll talk about AEW. I thought this was a good show too. Um, Janela and Darby opened the show for the TNT title. AEW is not live tonight, and I can tell because they sound like they're in a fucking wind tunnel. Uh, Darby wins in a really fun match. I thought it was really good. Uh, got a good amount of time on it, but you know. Darby wins pretty much Lottie fucking da, you know, <laughs> I can't really say much about uh, it. You, else. Know, you know, I think that Janela gets a bad rap from wrestling fans because he can be kind of stupid on, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and, and I think and you'd people be right. sometimes just, well, yes, I, I know I'm right. Um, and I think he knows I'm right, but <laughs> he won't hear this. Um, even though we have DM'd about temptation Island before, but that's a yes, whole other story. Yes. Um, which is coming back now. Anyways, so, um, <laughs> I, I look when he 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 always entertains me. I don't think he's that bad. I I, 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 like I Joey. enjoy I enjoy his matches. I, I mean, this match I was was really solid, and you know, kind of brought out some some cool stuff from both yeah. of them. Um, I think they could down the line if they got a bigger spot. They could these two could really. I feel like they could feud. They could, and and they could also have one I like hell Joey. of a match. Yeah, because they're both insane. They're both lunatics, so they could do some just crazy shit. Oh, yeah. You throw a stipulation on there, and you got a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So yeah. Mox is next in a, in a parking lot cutting a promo about his match tonight against Kenta and Kenny Omega. He said the time for Cheap Talk's over, and I think he said February 26th, Kenta and Mox are going to happen for the U.S. title, the IWGP U.S. title. I, and I wrote down in my notes, did he mean revolution or a Japan thing? He said February 26th, I think. So just keep that date in mind. I, I didn't, don't know. didn't catch that. Either way, building up for the big match tonight. And then we go to MJF and Sammy Guevara backstage. And MJF is kind of manipulating Sammy into thinking he hates Chris Jericho. And he wants Sammy to say the words, I hate Chris Jericho. And when Sammy says it, uh, what do you want me to say? I hate Chris Jericho. He gets you hear the bring from a voice memo go off. MJF is recording him. Sammy smashes the phone and hits him in the ribs. I think I thought it was the dick at first, but he hit him in the ribs. Yeah, I thought it was the dick too, but it was apparently a gut punch. Yeah, and so. and that gets developed a little later on in the show, um, which leads into a match that Cody and Lee Johnson versus Peter Avalon and another guy who I did not catch his name. So. That shows you how uh, important these are. It was Cesar Bononi, which awesome. uh, <laughs> apparently, like, apparently, um, they uh, AEW loves guys who failed in in NXT. Which granted, yeah. they kind of did that with Ty Conti, and now she's and they're doing with awesome. Jade Cargo. So, so oh, Jade wait, turned down NXT? no, Jade turned down NXT. Never I was mind. Say. I, was I feel like on. she was in the Hold PC though. Jade was definitely I, at the I PC. Don't... I thought. I don't know. Really? I don't want to be know. spreading shit, so I'm going to shut my mouth. Yeah, but Cesar was in NXT for a time, and he is mm. now. They, I mean, look, look, he's a big dude. He's got, yeah, he's yeah. got a... If they shape him into something, he could be something. And they're, uh, yeah, you know, you, know, you got put through a fucking 15-minute match through a commercial picture-in-picture yeah. picture with Cody Rhodes. Yep. You know who is something? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this this Lee Johnson guy. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. The only yeah, real positive. I, I, this is the first time I've seen him because I don't watch Shark. Fair. But, um, like, 
this guy was he's got a lot of potential they've been grooming him a lot and i think that's the reason uh, on dark yeah so here's the thing they 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 made a big deal about like this is his first win in aew and i was like oh that's cool and then they were like he's lost 27 times 29 actually (laughs) same yeah still too many times i was like wait a minute why did you do that it just you know kind of i don't know value like they tried to make it a big deal but it's not a big deal when, when he's one in 29 yeah. so I, I think they could they have a they have a long didn't they have that story didn't they have that storyline with avalon and cutler as well <laughs> like, yeah i think they did yeah. that yeah either so, way though the the positive of the match i'd say comes because lee picks up the win and you know mm-hmm. it's huge. And Lee has the charisma of a cardboard box on the microphone, but it's an interesting story. So good for Lee. And then I found out, I think today or yesterday, Cody is hurt for shoot. Oh, really? Yeah, Cody. I think is. Uh, I think he has to undergo like an operation or, for something. Oh, I wonder if that'll affect the, his match with Shaq. Well, you know what I wrote down? I wrote down that this sh- this match just shouldn't fucking happen. Yeah, I would agree with that. It just shouldn't happen. Because remember this week, it was supposed to be Shaq and Jade against Cody and Red Velvet? Or next next week? Next week? Yeah. Yeah. Still. Well, no, no, no. I thought no, it, was March. it was March. March. You're right. Beginning fuck. of March, yeah. So that match could still happen, mm. but like, I think, don't, don't do Cody and Shaq. Just please, 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 please. Mm. Just stop it. Well, I guess we'll see. I don't know how badly he's hurt, but. Yeah. Uh, either way, wishing Cody a speedy recovery. Um, uh, absolutely. The Young Bucks and the Good Brothers are backstage, and the Bucks are pissed that the Good Brothers helped them cost the Battle Royal, and basically, the Bucks were like, you idiots, if we won, we were going to pick you guys. And they were like, oh, well, we weren't really going after you. And they says they won't. Uh, the Bucks say they won't wait until Revolution to defend the tag titles. So next week, we're getting Young Bucks and Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz, and I love it. Awesome. Love to see these guys fight. So it yeah. should be a fun match. I will say, this promo was incredibly confusing. I did not know what they, maybe it's because I didn't watch last week, but like still, I just was like, what are they? I didn't know really what the good brothers were talking about. Yeah. I I think they were trying to gaslight the Bucks, but yeah, uh, (laughs) that's just my guess. We moved to Pac and not Dolph Ziggler, Ryan Nemeth. uh, And I wrote (laughs) G my only note, my only notes, G I wonder how this is going to go. And then under that, I literally wrote the finish down, which I thought in my head, black arrow brutalizer, boom. And, uh, Ryan Nimith has been having fun with this on Twitter. He made uh, the face he made in the brutalizer's profile picture. So good for him. Uh, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. I, Yay. So I, I called, I wrote him down as little Ziggler. Little Ziggler. And I wrote down then, not Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> and then I, I said, all my only comment was LMAO. He does all of Dolph's moves. Just worse. Pretty much. So, yeah, I would like to not see him. <laughs> yeah, don't put him. Again, don't put him on dynamite. Um, yeah, here's what it, like I understand. I don't know. I just why are we putting these people on dynamite? Like I get like oh we want to give new people opportunities, but like hey let's think about the people who you have yeah. who are really talented who aren't getting opportunities. I, I like, guess it's like overprotecting to a degree where you're yeah, really that's, not that, protecting that's exactly anybody. You know, like you're, you're protecting you're so much, delivering these killer matches every week and instead you're just choosing for people to like yeah. you're choosing the easy option which is have you know like Pac here or and like uh the other week it was um mox versus that oh other yeah yeah the ultimate dude. warrior dude yeah um <laughs> it's like you could just have good matches and have the guy Fuck you it, give me mox Janela again but like, but like you know? it, yeah it just 
I think they're a bit too protective and it's almost like I can, I don't know how many people will understand this because it's, it's me, but like, uh-huh. like in a sports video game where you have a player who you don't really, you're not going to use them really, but yeah. you're like, Oh man, I don't want to let him go. Cause what if I need them? And it's like, you have this stockpile of, of people who aren't getting used because, ah, uh, well, we don't want to bury them by having them lose. Pretty you know, much. That's because, because that's what everyone thinks. Okay, and we'll talk about that later in the main yeah, event. Yeah. But like, apparently, because there, there's a mindset today of if they lose, they are buried, which is so stupid. Oh my god! But, it's um, like, is it 2014 again? Yeah. So and <laughs> that, that that mindset has has permeated their you know whoever makes the decisions for <laughs> matches. And you know and, how old I was when I was when in 2014, I was fucking 16 years old, and I wasn't <laughs> bitching about wrestling as much as some people are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it would just. You could have a better, more entertaining show if you just put on like it, people can lose. Except yeah. that people can lose. People can. And lose. I think it's a they kind of part of it might also be that they've got these win loss records that they put so much. I was just into, about to say, yeah, yeah, and so then you have people like, oh well, we don't want to affect the record because then what if they have to? What if we want to put them in the big spot later and they've got sixteen losses and twelve wins and then people are going to be like, oh, well, so nobody gives a fuck. Anyways, nobody gives a anyways, fuck about the ratings. Just make good matches. I look agree. at look at NXT's card versus your card, and like, yep, yeah. So MJF and Jericho uh, go out to wrestle the acclaimed, I believe. Yes, and MJF and Jericho win. MJF is taping taped up with uh, his ribs over really overselling it. And after the match, Sammy Guevara comes out and basically says, fuck you guys, I'm quitting. And quits the inner circle. Sammy Guevara's out. He says he's got to clear his head when uh, Alex Marvez, who is just the best investigative journalist AEW has, because <laughs> it seems like he's everywhere, and I love it. Because he is. I love it. Alex Marze- Marvez, the, uh, the yellow page journalist of AEW. So basically, Sammy's out. And then we go to a Matt, and Hang- Matt Hardy and Hangman segment that I actually really loved. Uh, Matt tried to get Hangman to kind of like drink with him and sign a managerial contract and basically con him, same way he did Private Party. Matt breaks the fourth wall while he gives Hangman the contract, says he's got Hangman hook, line, and sinker so he can get this documented. Hangman, in the background, did a little bait and switch, contract switch- switcheroo. And I'm excited. I'm actually really excited to see what happens next. Wait, he did? I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. Go back and watch the clip. You see Hangman Hangman pulls out a contract from his uh, jacket and switches him out. I had to go back and watch it. Oh, my God. I I, I legitimately didn't know that because I watched (laughs) it. I was like, I was like, wait, so he just. No, no, no. I didn't understand. Wow. Yeah, go back. Well, little do people know Hangman's a functioning drunk. So, so yeah, go back and watch that. We're we're a rare breed, but we exist. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We got to have a a podcast with Hangman and we'll just drink whiskey. Yeah. Um, So, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, I I think Matt Hardy's pretty entertaining right now. And I wouldn't have said that a couple months ago. Uh, He's, I like, I still wouldn't, but. Yeah, I like him off screen more than on screen. So that's where we'll leave that with Matt and Hangman. But up next, we get another Sting interview. And I wrote down, well, Sting ain't going to wrestle. So I guess these interviews are going to happen. So get ready for more Sting interviews because Team Taz have kidnapped Darby. They put him in a body bag that's tied to the end of their car. They drive off. Darby's hitched to it. And they're doing the FTR Jurassic Express angle. So repeating angles in AEW. Great. <sighs> um, and I thought, I thought, and I thought this was a good funny. show. I thought it was funny, though. 
I thought it was really funny. Hold on, I gotta find my tweet because I I did reference it. Go ahead. Um, uh, I thought it was really funny that uh, <laughs> that someone I can't remember. I think it was uh, Scavani said uh, Darby's getting dragged by a car through a parking lot. And Sting is in hot pursuit, and then Sting was Sting just, just a brisk yeah. walk. He was not running at all. He can't. I, I used, <laughs> I used uh, the sloth emoji from, uh, or not Zootopia. emoji, from, from Zootopia. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyways, I love that. I, I thought that was very entertaining. But, so up next, you get um, Kenny Omega at a golf course. And the only notable thing that I wrote down is that he's Marvez is in full AEW suit and tie and track Kenny down. <laughs> so I love that. And basically yeah. Kenny's hyping Marvez up the match. And uh, I think Kenny took like a shot on the golf thing and it went a little bit wide, but Callis kind of like plucked it in and was like, good job, yeah, Kenny! He, he launched it way over the green. And then, and yeah, Callis. I, for a second, I was like, why didn't they do that? Like, it was so obviously not good. And then I see in the uh, background, the caddy and, and Callis going to get the ball and put it back in the hole. And it was like, okay, I see what they did there. So yeah, uh, it it's like Kenny's just getting taken advantage of and that's why he's a heel. But at yeah. the same time, fuck you, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> up next, we had Thunder Rosa and Layla Hirsch in a very, very fun match. I said, I'm glad yeah. the women got a very good amount of time. Thunder Rosa, mm. Thunder Rosa ends up winning after uh, countering, I believe it was an arm bar into a deadlift powerbomb and then she hits her finisher. I'm very happy with this. Layla Hirsch is very talented as we've discussed. Um, Thunder, yeah. Thunder Rosa is extremely talented. I love Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah. Um, first off, I was very impressed that we got a first round match from the women's championship on Dynamite. On Dynamite, Let's I go. did not think we were going to get any of those. Now, I think uh, they only put, one. They're going to do a show on YouTube that has all of the first rounders from Japan, which mm-hmm. kind of makes sense because they had to film them all in Japan separately. Yeah. Um, but hey, I'm I'm just happy we got some the American side on dynamite. Um, like we've talked about Layla is just a huge discovery for AEW, And I think she has a, a uh, huge, yes, full-blooded American Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I kind of wish Did I say, did I say Rosa or Layla? You it would, just now Layla. Okay, good. Um, and yeah, I think I, I kind of wish they had given her a win in the tournament. Uh, I don't know who she would have beaten, but it would have yeah. been nice for her to get a win. Um, but yeah, either way, um, yeah, I thought it was a good match. I hope to see more on Dynamite. I I would love yeah, it. I I think we will. I Seems mean, like we have a very talented pool here of talent that has has seemingly yeah, just they, been been lacking for eons in AEW. Yeah, yeah. When you actually look at the tournament, like the side, the the American side, it's pretty stacked. So it just we we just wouldn't know that based on you know no, how they how they've been booking them, them but yeah so up yeah. next is so the main event a bunch of killer matches yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it and you know aw just keep putting attention on it please mm-hmm. main event time kenny omega and kenta debuting for aew against john moxley and lance archer in a false count anywhere lights out tag team match that that sort of stuff this had trash cans lance using a ladder uh, it was a very fun match that kind of spilled everywhere and anywhere. You know, it's just your, your good old-fashioned two-on-two brawl, which is nice for all four of these men. Kenny gets Mox onto a table at some point in the match. 
and uh, Kenta and Lance are fighting on the stage. Kenta gets out of a power bomb that Lance was going to drive him through the announce table with, ducks a clothesline from him, and dives off the stage and double foot stomps John Moxley through the table. Thought that spot ruled. Yeah, um, that was definitely the highlight of the match. God, the match I, God awesome. I missed Kenta. You know, like, because I, I, I know you're a big New Japan guy, and I'm pretty casual when it comes to the New Japan matches. So, like, this was, like, the first time I watched Kenta in a long time, really. And holy fuck, I missed him. Uh, I have a spoiler for you. He's not that good. Oh, <sighs> oh he's not that good. Well, I, yeah, I, liked, I, liked, that I good. liked what he did here. Um, yeah, yeah, this was good. And we're going to get him in Mox. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, we're going to get him in Mox. I don't have high hopes for that match, but we will wait and see. Yeah, yeah I think it'll be fun. I hope it'll be fun. Um, Lance and Kenny have a fun little, little uh, moment until the Good Brothers get involved and there's a gun stun on Lance and Jake Roberts comes in and hits a fucking rainmaker on Carl Anderson <laughs> yeah. and then just gets clocked by Luke Gallows. Um, Kenny's about to V-trigger, V-trigger Jake. Uh, Jake? Uh, he's yeah. about to, yeah, yeah, he's about to V uh, trigger Jake Roberts. I just never call him Jake, I guess. Uh, when Mox comes in with the barbed wire bat, Kenta catches him with the GTS. Lance gets low blowed by uh, Kenta and Kenny, and the Good Brothers hit Lance with a magic killer V trigger assisted one winged angel. To which uh, Excalibur said it took four men to beat Archer. One, two, three, and I wrote, "Oh, this was good. Give me more of Lance and Kenny." Yeah, um, Lance Archer is absolutely the Fucking best awesome. big man. In all of wrestling. I like that he's a baby face too. Yeah. I because he's he's just he's so talented that you can't like root against him. him. Yeah. He's just it's insane how talented he is for for his size, how he can move. His athleticism is off the charts. I mean, yeah, you got um, the Brian Cages, the Franco Vargas as we just had on the podcast. You have mm -hmm. you have fucking Lance Archer right up there. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I mean, so the, the match was, was awesome. It was a crazy wild brawl. Um, and this is what I was going to mention earlier. Apparently, I didn't see this, but apparently people were like, oh, they buried Lance Archer. By You're having fucking him kidding losing. me, like, dude. Like, like, he was all, who, okay, look at this match and tell me who's eating the pin then. Like, he was yeah. always going to be the one who was going to take the pin. Are you going to have Mox take the pin? It. Yeah, and they did it by having four guys. Have, it took four people to put him down. Dude, it, it so, could not have been more obvious on commentary than being like, we're not burying him. We're not burying him. We're yeah, not burying yeah, exactly. him. It actually did the opposite. It made him look super strong. It made yeah. him look like a major threat. To he Kenny. didn't go down to like the final seconds. Like yeah, I, th I so, thought Lance was in there till he wasn't. Yeah. So what I, more do you I'm, want, Duval fans? I'm, I'm definitely expecting a, eventually we're going to get Omega and Archer, and it's going to be it's going to be good stuff. Have they faced so. off before in Japan? Probably they might have had sure. a G one match. Um, Either I'll way, have to do some research. But uh, maybe if that happens, then we can watch the G one match to prepare for the real one. But hell yeah, man, I'm, um, I'm very down. Any, any I'll Japan. have to do some looking. Go ahead, yeah. But either way, I thought this was a very good Dynamite. Obviously, Dynamite just has a few fundamental flaws that I kind of see carry over week to week now that we're mm -hmm. kind of covering it and it's cool because like you know i i think i think i saw you say this too like you know we're we're we get to kind of like keep closer tabs on the shows so like i don't know i'm kind of glad that we're, we're start we get to analyze some of the trends that we see and you know whether you guys see them too or not we'd love to know but uh nxt had the edge for me this week i think i would agree yeah. nxt just has more going on right now dynamite obviously I think AEW was cruising through December and then uh, New Year's Smash hit, and then NXT's kind of been carrying. 
But uh, again, two really good wrestling shows on a Wednesday night. What more can you ask for? Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, we're in a, we're in a good spot here. Um, <clears throat> hey, man, better than sitting through three hours of Raw. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is true. We're about, um, I'm about to catch up on SmackDown once this thing's yeah. over as well. Yeah. Fortunately, SmackDown is also. That's where you go on. Yeah, I heard it was, <laughs> heard it was so really tired. good. Before, before Taylor falls asleep, I was going to... Uh, here, here, quick. Throw him your Twitter handle. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, he's just shut up, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm following uh, And uh, if you want ECCW stuff, uh, ECCW GM uh, and at Elite, uh, X Elite Combat X. Yes, more announcements coming with Elite Combat Championship Wrestling. I, did, I got a few theme songs that I'm working on that I'm, Ooh, I can't wait, nice. to, can't wait to show the world. Can't quite say who yet, but uh, you'll, you'll find out. So um, we got a lot of shit planned. You can follow me, as always, at Vendellis Tweets and follow the podcast at Reg Rest Review. We just broke 20 followers. Going to try to get to 30 while Frank goes out getting 10,000. <laughs> we Ooh. love it. But um, thank you once again, Franco, for coming on the podcast. You're always welcome. Uh, three sensational guests out of three so far and hey man if there's a wrestler you guys want to see on the podcast that we can get in touch with uh, feel free to let us know in the YouTube comments shoot us a tweet uh, message ECCW as well we are done with episode 11 it is in the books next week we don't know what quite is in store but it is sure to be hell of an episode so I thank you guys for watching and until next time goodbye goodbye